No fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Before we get to this morning's segment on Talk Back with Chuck Wilder, I wanted to take a second to talk about the referrals that were issued, the criminal charge referrals that were issued from the so-called January 6th committee to the Department of Justice regarding Donald Trump. We have to look at this in the beginning and primarily for the fact that this entire committee is a partisan hit job. If it wasn't partisan, it would have had the minority party's preferred representation instead of Adam Kitzinger and Liz Cheney, two people who do not represent the mainstream of the Republican caucus in the House, or it would have been referred to an independent committee that was established using both the majority and the minority leaders to establish who was supposed to be in this independent of the House committee. So right off the bat, this January 6th committee is illegitimate because of how it was constructed and with whom. That brings up an ethical issue. If anybody should be brought up on ethics investigations, it should be Nancy Pelosi and her seating of this committee. It was unethical for her to hammer through this with people that don't represent the minority. The reason we have a republic is because we're not mob rule. We're not a democracy. We're a republic. We're a representative government. And people who voted for Donald Trump, or at least believed in his policies, were not represented on this committee. So it's not representative, and it's a travesty that it comes from the House of Representatives. As far as the referrals are concerned, these referrals don't hold a lot of weight unless the Department of Justice wants to act on them. If the Department of Justice acts on them under Merrick Garland, taking action against an ex-president and somebody who's declared for the upcoming general election, there's no other way to look at it but it being a partisan attack. You can't use the government to go after your political opponents. That's what they do in Venezuela, in Bolivia. That's what they do in third world despot nations. And we are devolving quickly into that with this executive branch government that's in place today. The Biden administration is a disgrace when it comes to standing up for the American system and form of government. They shit on it at every opportunity just so they can get their political way. Politics is not government. Politics is the act of getting elected. We should be barring politics from the halls of government so that everybody is served equally. We don't do that today. As a matter of fact, it's in reverse. It's all about politics, and it's never about good government. With regard to Donald Trump, is he a good orator? No, he's not. He's a very brash human being that's used to getting his way. But just because you don't like him doesn't mean you get to trample on his free speech rights. Even presidents of the United States have free speech rights. If he wants to say that he believes that the election was stolen, he gets to say that on any platform anywhere in the public square. This I've often thought about the Alex Jones subject. Do I believe what Alex Jones says about Sandy Hook? No, I don't. Does he have the right to say it? Yeah, he does. 
Do neo-Nazis get to say what they believe? Yes, they do. We don't have to condone it. We don't have to accept it. We don't have to be in line with it. But we have to defend their right to free speech. And right now, we're not doing that in this country. Social media is absolutely, again, taking a shit on the First Amendment right to free speech because they don't feel that what's being said is appropriate or kind or politically correct or woke. This whole woke movement is a desecration of the rights that limit government and an aggressive attack on the fact that we live with these freedoms every single day, 24-7-365. It's the way we're supposed to live. The Bill of Rights is supposed to limit government from encroaching on these. Our society is supposed to live in these freedoms as a constant. So the January 6th committee, it's a joke, and it would be laughable if it wasn't so serious that it's at the highest levels of government that they're playing political favorites opportunism rather than executing good government. Politics has become the cancer in the United States. It divides people, it divides neighborhoods, it divides families, it's divided the nation. And it's time we heed what President Washington said in his farewell address, that factions are a direct threat to the republic, and we need to figure out a way to rein in the two-party political opportunists who seek to divide and conquer just for their own power and enrichment. Enough is enough. Right now, today's segment on Talk Back with Chuck Wilder, broadcast on CRN Digital Talk. Frankie, Frankie. See, I didn't say... Mr. Savato, Mr. Frankie, um, how are you? <laughs> I could I could shake it up, Mr. Chuck. Yes, how am yeah. I? Uh, today we shall discuss the government cares about your health, uh, not by a long shot. You know what's so yeah. clever about that title? I think a lot of people miss it. The uh, the shot part of it? that is it. That is so clever. Nah. You know, you just automatically think <laughs> about you know, have you had your shot? No. That was what. That was something that was after the fact. I, I, I published it and I looked and I went, "Oh, well, you're you're, you're subliminally clever." And that's a, that's a famous saying, you know. <laughs> did they score? Not by a long shot. Uh, Not by a long shot. Did you get a passing grade? Not by a long shot. You know, it's in there. <laughs> the only people that don't use that are are the little people. I almost said midget. Sorry, uh, the little people. Not hey, by a I'm. Long shot. I don't. That's subjective as well. You know. Hey, tis the season to be jolly. So let us uh, let us find a famous quote to start out, shall we? Uh, probably one of the best things ever said was by an actor turned politician, right? Yeah, uh, Ronald Reagan. He's famous for saying um, the scariest words in the in the American lexicon. We're from the government, and we're here to help you. <laughs> we're from the government, and we're here to help you. Yes. Yeah, today I, I don't see where that's happening on any level. And uh, when you when you see some of the things they try to slip in under the radar that the mainstream media doesn't cover, um, that's where the, a lot of the egregious stuff happens little by little by little by little. And uh, this story actually covers one of those. And it has to do with the Dietary Supplement Listings Act of 2022. This has to do with 
with uh, the packaging and labeling and things like that for over-the-counter medications, supplements, and vitamins and stuff like that. So it doesn't sound like it would be that intense. It's just something to to set up the guidelines for what should be included on the label, right? Yeah, and you know, I got to tell you real quick that whenever I read this, uh, and it, you know me, and you've known me for a long time, it's the way my little tiny brain kicks in every once in a while. Uh, the Dietary Supplemental Listing Act, and like you say, it has to do with the labeling of, and I'm thinking, so some person who makes labels <laughs> decided, yeah. how am I going to get a lot of money from the government, you know? So we're going to have to start labeling things a little bit differently or whatever. Because you never know who's got their little uh, toe put into the percentage of what you're going to get. Well, and, and this is this is the... The bill actually, and we all we already know that they don't title bills correctly. The Inflation Reduction Act actually caused yeah. more inflation than do anything to diminish it at all. So this one is deceptive as well because it's about reauthorizing the FDA user fees mm -hmm. for drugs, biologics, and metal device packaging. But what they're trying to slip in here is a controversial pre-market approval concept developed by uh, chiefly Dick Durbin, the senator from Illinois and, and Chuck Schumer's number two in the, in the U.S. Senate, that would place FDA approval authority over, currently over-the-counter supplements and vitamins. And while that doesn't sound like something that's so egregious, this is going to increase the cost for everybody who takes vitamins, mm -hmm. everybody who takes a supplement, and there are a lot of supplements out there that helped us with things like COVID that people took because they didn't want to take the vaccine uh -huh. that would now be put under the purview of a prescription for a physician. Are you talking about Iver, Iver Merton or what? Martin, uh, what no, not Ivermectin. This is something called the NCA, and it's, <clears throat> it's good for the lungs. This is a lot of people who have uh, who took the vaccine and now suffer from long-term COVID because they, because of the of the way that the vaccines didn't work, um, are finding themselves with lung problems. This you remember this, when uh, you and I were young men and you would always hear people talking about? Did you take your vitamins today? Oh, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Did you take your uh, vitamins? This, did you take your vitamins, uh, boy? I'll tell you. You can't you can't give them an inch because. This NAC, and I focus on that one kind of specifically in in this piece because it is something that is so good for you. Yeah. It's good for brain function. It's good for lung function. It's an anti-inflammatory, so think arthritis. It's good for uh, your mitochondrial uh, process in your body. All the way around, it's just a very good supplement to be taking. If you're a smoker, you should be taking it. If mm -hmm. if you've if you've got the flu and you're having trouble breathing, you know, if you're a, 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 any kind of respiratory patient, you should be taking it. And because the people who brought this to the forefront back in 1963 used the wrong word and brought it up as well, this is a medicine. <laughs> now these people now, Dick Durbin, because even though it's been over the counter for yeah. over 40 years. Getting on 50 years now, uh, well, you know, we, we can actually make that something that you have to get a prescription for, 
And now what used to cost you maybe $18 is going to cost you a trip to the doctor, a trip to the pharmacy. These are the people that said yeah. that health care is a right. And you'll automatically start paying to get it re resupplied all the time. So you got to have a yep. dick and a mic get in here and mess everything up. Dick Durbin yeah. and Mike Braun, Republican. Yeah. Yeah. And Braun, and Braun is Braun is leaving leaving the Senate. He's going. He's going to be, I believe, the governor of of Indiana. Uh, so the, you know, he's he's doing it and getting out. But Durbin's going to make sure this has already come out of committee. So this is something that's moving forward, and it won't end with with that. You know, the the it's going to expand whenever they can figure out how to expand this to create more revenue streams for the government. It always happens. So their assurance is that that's not what we're doing here. I don't believe them. You shouldn't believe them. No one should believe them. They lied to us about COVID for crying out loud. Is there any you know, way these these guys are getting any kickbacks on this stuff? Uh, uh, maybe under the table, you get my bill passed so that all of a sudden they got to uh, start paying for all these vitamins and uh you know, you're already paying for them, but now it's going to be medical. You know, you've got to go through the whole, uh, you know, it's like there's, going going through a bunch of gates or whatever. It's, there's there's two ways that the, the elected class gleans benefit from, from championing really garbage bills like this. And it is a garbage bill. There's no reason that something that's been sold over the counter for 50 years should suddenly be restricted. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ludicrous. They get lobbied by K Street. And with the laws the way they are today, it's gifts and vacations and, and donations to, to campaign funds. And then it's just the straight-up thing that we've been talking about for a while is how does someone who go to Congress with a three-figure salary leave office 20 years later as a multimillionaire? Mm -hmm. It's because they see what's coming down the pike and they can invest in it. If you go down the list of people who own in Congress who own stock in big pharma, it's almost all of them. And I think the other the other side of that story is the people that are involved in arms and ammunition. No, you know this is when we when we start talking about how government works with their investments, and I, you really do have to examine. And people with eyes wide open have been screaming about this for a while. It's insider trading. When you know something's coming down the pike and you know there's going to be a vote on something and it's going to either benefit or 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 be detrimental to something that you get to sell stock in, hmm. how is that not insider trading? And just last Congress, a bill was brought to the floor to try to get more transparency and some limitations on this, and guess what? Congress voted it down. Now, here's something somebody might be asking you in this report, okay? The proposal you say is called the Dietary Supplement Listing Act of 2022, right? So does that mean they've got to yep. get it done before January 1st? No, they, it can okay. be re, it can be reintroduced. That's just a title, and, and we right. saw that happen with with uh, the Affordable Care Act. It went from Congress to Congress to get that to get that moved. Oh yeah, so, um, so we don't you know, have a, did, a good news. It might run out before. 2023, no. it could just keep going on, okay. Yeah. No, and, and this bill is so, it, it's so under the radar. I mean, did you hear about it before we're talking about it today? No, no, no. No, 
It's, it's so under the radar because the mainstream media doesn't cover what Congress is doing. They only cover what Congress does that sells papers, that they don't cover this. But if this were to go to an effect January 1, you'd be going, Amazon's already stopped, is already getting rid of the people that sell the NAC supplement. Wow. They're already pulling it, even though it's not, it's not been classified as something that needs to be pulled yet. Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm going to think because I'm I'm on a lot of medication. I hate it and I don't want to do it, but you know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh no, you got to have, you got to have it, and a bunch of it, or you know, is not uh, you know prescription wise, right? It's mm-hmm. like, no, yep. this is good for you. And there's one, <laughs> I don't know what in the heck it is, but it's a big purple pill, and it's the ones that you take it in the morning, you take it at night, and it always sticks to the container, you know, that holds the pills. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that weird? It's like I don't want to go, and I don't want to have you. But you know, uh, and it's like I wonder. This might be good. Maybe I might get off of some of this stuff because I feel like I'm taking too many already. But no, it's whenever they start charging you for something that's doing something good, and they start making it uh, a whole new, and, different. Yeah, and, and that's the point. Yeah. These are things that work for people. Yeah, and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. That's the main thing. Hey, Frank Savato, the one and only, the host of Underground USA podcast, one of these days he's going to come right up, right up top of the ground. You'll be able to see him, kind of like the groundhog. He comes up uh, once a week on this program. (laughs) So there you go. Frank Savato, S-A-L-V-A-T-O, and the website undergroundusa.com. We shall continue with all this cheery news in just a moment. My mother was always very active and independent, and she was familiar with her neighborhood. But one day, she stopped at the stop sign for much longer than usual. She wasn't even really sure where she was at. It's important for you to talk to someone about it. I felt so much better after my son told me, Mom, we'll figure it out. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash our stories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Hey, this is Judson Carroll with Southern Appalachian Herbs Podcast. One thing Frank always reminds me to mention is that my books and my podcasts are not limited to my region of the Southern Appalachian Mountains. I'm a master herbalist with a working knowledge of hundreds of herbs that are available all around you no matter where you live and keep your family in optimal health. I'm now offering a free newsletter through Substack. Please find me on Substack at Judson Carroll Master Herbalist or JudsonCarroll.com and I look forward to communicating with you in the future. Thanks. about his latest here the government cares about your health question mark not by a long shot <laughs> yes and uh, dietary supplements not to mention they're weakening the key privacy protections of the bioterrorism act that protects the dietary supplement supply chain but it's sort of like uh, not protecting it right now are they no, and 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 they don't care. And if you need if you need a good piece of evidence that they're they're actually doing this to benefit the people in big pharma who shovel money at the elected class, 
so that they can retain power. Uh, a simple look at how the top pharmaceutical companies are gobbling up the top 100 supplement producing companies is is for there for everybody to see. So you have yeah. Pfizer and, and and the other big pharma companies, you know, saying we really need you to pass this, so people need to get a prescription to get this, so that it's more expensive. Oh, and by the way, we bought that company, so that's you know, yeah, it, coincidence. You know, you I don't, I don't think so. Are there other than Pfizer? Are there other companies that uh, were really pushing all these COVID shots? That are well, you had, in Mod- this? you had Moderna. That's another. That's another major one. Johnson and Johnson wow. is another one, and and these are all giant conglomerates that like to gobble up little people, and they're all they're all clawing at this at this <laughs> for them new sphere to actually profiteer off of, and that's a word that I use specifically. Yeah. This is profiteering, Frank. Maybe we, I'm way off on this, but. You know, it's like all of a sudden people are getting wise to COVID and how many people, you know, uh, didn't need it. And maybe just because they weren't taking it, they weren't killing all the other people and blah, blah, you know, and all the true facts coming out. And they're thinking, boy, it sure was a lot of fun making all that money. What can we do now? I mean, we got to come up with another thing. Could this be the tail end of the cat, so to speak, or the dog? I I don't think it's the tail end of anything. I think they see it as status quo moving on in the same at the same yeah. speed. There's no end to this. And remember, when we're talking about the COVID vaccines, they made sure that Congress gave them indemnity for those vaccines, Mm -hmm. which means if you took it and all of a sudden you've got inflammation of the heart and you're only 23, you can't sue anybody. Even though they didn't test it the way they're supposed to test. And, And here's a perfect, perfect example. This bill would make supplement companies that have been over the counter for 50 years, they would make them jump through the hoops for an FDA approval, whereas the COVID vaccines got a wave on that. And the government said everybody must be vaccinated. So why would you, why would you do that? With, why would you put supplements and vitamins under FDA hoop jumping authority when they wouldn't even do it for a vaccine that has been proven not to do what they marketed it to do and that is actually causing too more complications than it's helping anybody wow this is the this is the hypocrisy of 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 what's happening in washington it's it's the same hypocrisy as obamacare when they were trying to move obamacare through congress mm-hmm. it, Every single person on the left said, you know, health care is a right. Health care is a right. You've got a right to health care. You've got a right to it. It's a right. And then they said, so we're going to make you purchase this insurance because it's a right. Well, if, if health care is a right, how come they're trying to restrict my access to things that have been working for me for 50 years? Yeah, and I always mention... And uh, I've still got to find that sheet of paper somewhere among the uh, 10 billion that I have here uh, <laughs> about, you know, on that, uh, the communists, the list of the communist uh, goals. And number one was you have to take over the health care system of that country. And I always think about, you know, and I was telling people, you know, this Obamacare, when it first came out, I said, Look at this little note right here. It even tells you about, you know, driving your car. 
it's even involved in there, how you can be cheating and uh, actually be breaking the law just because you're not uh, uh, driving at the right speed limit. I mean, there were all kinds of things in that crazy Ooh. deal. Think, uh, think, think, think about how they talked about gun, about gun violence. It was yeah, a medical yeah. issue. Yep. Mm-hmm. Got to take uh, our bottom of the hour break. We're going to be back with the one and only Mr. Frank Savato, host of Underground USA podcast. It's undergroundusa.com. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Like a good neighbor? More like a creepy neighbor. State Farm is asking hundreds of insurance agents to volunteer for a unique project. The goal? Get agents to purchase books about gender fluidity that are specifically written for kindergartners and then donate them to classrooms, community centers, and libraries. Big, woke corporations like State Farm recruiting agents to talk to kindergartners about gender fluidity and transgenderism? That's creepy. Visit likeacreepyneighbor.com to get the facts and take action. Paid for by Consumers Research. And by the way, uh, listener, uh, towards the end of this uh, program, we're going to tell you what you can do to try to uh, get your uh, Congress critter to keep this uh, atrocity from happening. Yes. Uh, and like you say, this isn't the first time they've tried this either. Uh, B6, vitamin B6, that was one of them, right? And NAC, uh, what about all of this uh, where they unsuccessfully attempted to regulate certain supplements specifically about the NAC because that's that's something that is beneficial to everybody and as we said in in a previous segment it's good for uh, it's a supplement that aids in in fighting cancer it's good for your brain function it's good for your lung function it's good it's an anti-inflammatory that's effective for people um it, the FDA, the reasoning that they want to be able to include this into this very broad piece of legislation is because the supplement was first studied as a drug in 1963. Uh, they didn't classify it as a prescribed drug yeah. in 1963. They just studied it as one. And it's been over the counter for 50 years. So this encroachment using FDA authority into the private sector where vitamins and supplements and 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 holistic medicines are concerned uh herbal medicines uh it's really this attack on non AMA sanctioned types of medication and medical procedures it's it's like peeing on their territory they're trying to get it claw as much into their sphere as possible the the pharmaceutical industry is that they despise the herbal industry they despise the supplement industry because it keeps them from being able to sell products that are prescribed by doctors there, there's a there's a wonderful um, herb that my girlfriend's got me on called Hawthorne that strengthens strengthens the heart muscle <clears throat> 
And and that in con- in conjunction with another supplement that she has me on, and she was a nurse for 23 years. So it's not like she's just reading stuff oh, on the now, internet and saying, go ahead. Your girlfriend has got you on a vitamin to improve your heart? Mm-hmm. Ah, you know, that, that sounds a little negative to me there, you know, like uh, you had no heart, you weren't... Uh... No, that's it's not philosophical. It's physical. Nothing to um, do with Valentine's Day. Okay, nothing. I, I did not give a bad present on Valentine's Day. Um, but these things have helped me over the years, and and for most of my life, I've had uh, an irregular heartbeat. The doctor said that don't worry about it. It's something that's natural for you. It runs in your family. I'm taking the combination of these two supplements. I don't have one anymore. But if the FDA gets the authority to regulate these things. Now I have to go to a doctor to get a supplement that I already know works for me through prescription. So that that raises the cost of my health care and injects other people into my health care. Whether I like it or not, you, you, through the 23 years that she was that she was performing as a nurse, uh-huh. She was always there for other people. She developed an autoimmune disease over those years because of what she did for a living. And now she lives. A, she has a cocktail of supplements that she takes that allows her to have a normal existence. If they pass this, it's absolutely going to cost her more to live. There, there's no question about it. And when you look at, at aging populations in Florida and Arizona and Southern California and Southern Texas and, mm-hmm. and the places where people move to to retire because it's easier to live because of the climate, you can't tell me that this industry isn't isn't booming in those areas because people want to remain healthy. They do things so that they can remain healthy. And this law, this proposed legislation, injects the government between you and your health freedom and your ability to make those choices for yourself. And this is, this is the, bigger, the bigger issue here. Our government's not supposed to be getting in between us and our choices, especially not the federal government. Yeah, and you wonder... That's not their, yeah, it's not their job. Know, yeah, and, and it's like you're kind of pointing out, it, this can happen to anything that you're getting over the counter now. Uh, for example, uh, uh, here in, in the Los Angeles area, okay, you have Catalina Island. And you'll notice that so many people, when they go there, uh, they may be subjected to uh, seasickness, getting there mm-hmm. or coming back. And so you can go and, you know, and buy the tablets there, you know, that'll keep the you... The Dramamine, sure. Yeah. So that'll probably be another one of those that uh, all of a sudden you got to go to a doctor because you're going to go to Catalina Island. You know what I'm saying? Well, 26 miles. This is, <laughs> this is the slippery slope that this legislation opens. Uh-huh. The things that have been proven to be effective and safe over the counter, they now want to, to inject an authority under the FDA who could literally, by regulation, say no. No. Now you have to go to a doctor. We've, we've decided that you have to go to a doctor because if you take 10,000 of these tablets, you could end up in the hospital. Well, of course, if you take a whole bottle of Tylenol, you're going to the hospital because it's going to damage your liver. But does that mean that they're going to require a prescription for Tylenol now? 
we can't have government just deciding that they're going to take over things yeah. when they feel like it because it benefits the people that that fuel financially fuel their political campaigns. We just and can't. That, mm -hmm. And it's that big word monopoly. Like you mentioned, what was it, 14 mega corporations now own most of these pharmaceutical companies? Yeah, for the 14 of the mega pharma, big pharma corporations own, now own more than 100 of the most popular over-the-counter supplement brands on the market. And they and they are they are seeking to acquire more and more and more. So if they're aggressively trying to overtake this industry while they're lobbying for this law to be passed, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that this is all about money. It has nothing to do about public health. It has nothing to do about securing your quote unquote right to health care, which doesn't exist in the Constitution, by the way. And you know, know it, it, yeah. they're so disingenuous, I don't know where to begin. Yeah. And you say it's all about money, okay? So you think about how much they're going to make. But then I'm going to ask you, Frank, because you're an expert on this, <laughs> I assume, gosh, I hate to use that word, but anyway, I assume <laughs> that uh, the money is also going to certain Congress critters to make sure that you can get this passed or to at least try to get this passed. So they got to pay to get it passed, and then they got to, you know, be happy because they're going to get so much profit back. This is this is where the K Street lobbying thing really has to be looked at. And I know people were very happy with a with a Supreme Court decision in, in Citizens United because they were saying, yeah, well, you can put together a pack, and and organizations should be able to give money to political people. But I'm not sure that's a really good idea. Yeah. I think that was a bad decision. We have, so we a lot have, of those associations we, have more money than you can shake a stick at. Well, and that's the point. I, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be able to do that. The Teamsters shouldn't be able to say, "Well, we've extracted dues, but we're gonna we're gonna give political money to get these people elected because they pass laws that benefit our people monetarily." That's just buying. That's buying something. If each individual union member wants to give something to a political person, they should be able to take that off the top of their dues. If a union wants to wants to be legitimate about it, go ahead and say here's the here's the threshold for what you can give you can deduct from your dues for political contributions. That at least gives the individual the power to decide whether they want to give it or not and, and to whom. And and you know, PACs shouldn't be able to, corporations should have the same thing. Okay. If if, if People over at Facebook are going to give money to politicians because they make laws that protect them from getting sued, which, again, I think is wrong as well. You know, why don't you just say, OK, if you're going to give a political contribution, we can take that. We can take that off the top from what we deduct from your from your paycheck. You know, that would be an ingenuous way to do this. But when you've got K Street with giant pockets from these corporations and super PACs and everybody else saying, give to us, and then we'll decide who we want to support. You're, you're, you're really trusting their, their, their good heart. And I don't believe there are a lot of good hearts that don't have a black side in Washington, D.C. Yeah, and it's, it's also, let's say somebody comes up with a, with a great solution of something you could take. 
that would uh, fall in the vitamin category. Uh, they're going to be out of luck unless they have enough money to try to convince the big guys now who are in charge, right, to, to try their thing. And then, then oh, again, oh. it's not going to be just, you know, so easy oh, to oh. get like vitamins are. you got to, oh, once again, oh, oh. go to the doctor. And there aren't any of these little regular doctors, so it's the big doctors that are making the money on this because I think we've talked about it before. There's no longer these little, uh, you know, here's an office where a doctor operates. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. It's all oh. groups. It's yeah. all groups. And you, when you, and when you're talking about the supplement industry, think about the GNC stores. What do they sell? You know, think about Relief Factor. What mm-hmm. do they sell? These are, these are all supplement and herbal based things that work for people. This law would this law would strike a blow directly to their heart because they would now have to reapply and jump through the FDA hoops. And anybody who has who has understood the process for getting something cleared by the FDA understands it can take 10, 15, 20 years. That is unless you're big pharma yeah. and you can get indemnity from Congress. Then we can find stuff real, real quick, whether it works or not. Boy, boy, boy. And you know, like you started out, we're from the government, and we're here to help you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, we don't need more government in our lives. We don't need nanny state politicians telling us what we can take and what we can't take. We understand that with individualism and with freedom comes responsibility to research things and make our own choices. And, and that's the, the litigation culture that we in is, is putridly pathetic. You know, oh, okay, I, I didn't read the directions, and I took 17 of these pills, and I'm only supposed to take a half. You know, therefore, I did something stupid, so I need to sue somebody. And there are enough lawyers out there who will say, yeah, I'll take your case. You know, in England, if you bring a, if you bring a suit under their common law, that is deemed to be to be frivolous. Mm-hmm. The judge makes you pay the award to them. Where is this again? England, you say? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I was, you know, was going to ask you about Canada, and I'm wondering how close they're coming to doing what we're doing right now. What you I, and I are talking about? Canada for this kind of thing is a canary in the coal mine. I don't. I, I feel for the people in Canada. I've got a lot of listeners to the podcast and readers up there. Um, their government up there is is borderline draconian when it comes to to individualism and freedom, and that was something that never used to be the case. Canada was was like our was like our cousin in freedom. Yeah, yeah. A couple of days ago, uh, I had a story earlier. Uh, anyway, where uh, Trudeau is that his name? I think uh, Trudeau. Actually, yeah, yeah. He even answered, yeah. uh, actually mentioned about um, perhaps uh, we do need to censor more uh, speech in the country yeah. boy you know. that's, that's insane you know and and if we were to apply that here and say okay we can't you know you chuck frank you can't talk about this because we're, we're going to pull this episode off the air chuck because you can't be talking about like this well that hides what these politicians are trying to achieve that's going to cost you directly from your pocketbook and cost your health that's not government serving the people. That's government serving their preferred people to serve. It's a form of fascism. 
So we can't have this. And going forward in every election, we've got to start using a litmus test on the people who want, who want to be able to, to be elected and say, where do you stand on downsizing the federal government? And what actions will you take to downsize the federal government? How will you rein them in? How will you keep them from creating laws to inject themselves into our lives at every turn? If you don't have a plan for that, I'm not sending you to Washington. Hell, I won't even send you to my state capital. If you don't know, if you are not constantly striving to get government out of the way and, and to reduce the number of, of horrible pieces of legislation that have been passed into law for no other reason but to create a revenue stream, we shouldn't have laws that create revenue streams for the government. We shouldn't. Live within your means, government. Yeah. You already tax us. That should be it. All right. We're going to take a break. And uh, when we come back, listener, uh, I'm going to let uh, Frank tell you probably what you should do. And it has to contact uh, your U.S. senator and get him on this. Because this is, uh, this is sort of like, you know, you, you, you get the ball rolling for them if you let this happen because uh, they may have bigger balls, so to speak, down the hill there. Frank Savato, undergroundusa.com. We shall be right back. People won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, could potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. Talking about uh, this new uh, discussion to draft legislation, and it's authored by U.S. Senators Dick Durbin, Democrat, Illinois, Mike Braun, Republican, Indiana, uh, to get rid of uh, your choice to just uh, start getting vitamins that you've been taking and go buy them and get them over the counter. But now it's going to be, you know, an, an arm and a leg and a lot more money and uh, you got to get a doctor's from, oh boy, I'm telling you, uh, you think we can stop this Frank? Oh yeah, absolutely. If, if there's enough pressure from the public to say, don't you dare, um, the, you know, Congress always backs down if there's a massive showing of saying no. Mm-hmm. Um, even when they, even when they throttled through Obamacare because they could, it took time but the next Congress, once the Republicans got control of it, threw a bunch of wrenches into the engine. Now, they didn't repeal it, which was an act of cowardice. 
but they threw enough wrench into the engine that it really doesn't matter anymore because there's no penalties if you don't. So doing a full court press on the senators um, with emails, handwritten letters, phone calls to the switchboard saying, you will oppose the Dietary Supplement Listing Act of 2022, or you're not going back to Washington next time. You know, you don't pass legislation to help big companies while it pickpockets your pocketbook, as ed especially when it will adversely affect your health. And you always notice it's, it's, how uh, uh, when you're trying to get uh, the public to really put their input in, that sometimes it's like, uh, well, wait a minute, what was that again? Dietary Supplement Listing Act of 2022. Uh, why couldn't it just be called Boo on You? <laughs> you know what I well, mean? Well, you know, the, you should yeah. see some of the some of the titles of these things. Oh, if you, yeah. There's there's a there's a link to get to your senators with the title of the bill at the bottom of the article over at UndergroundUSA.com. Click on that link and and you can copy and paste it, or you can go to GovTracks.us and 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 paste that that bill title in there. It'll bring you over to let you read the entire thing for yourself. But, you know, when when you go to govtracks.us, it's a and that's a great website because it allows you to to uh, create alerts for action on bills that you want to keep a lookout at, and it comes into your email box saying, "Hey, they moved it out of committee. Hey, they're going to vote on it." Um, I use it all the time, uh, but you know, if if you're not paying attention and you're not doing your due diligence and you're not pushing back when you need to push back. These reprobates in the elected class do whatever they want to make sure that it enriches the people that support them. And as we, we've been saying all along, and we said in the, in, in the earlier part of this segment, Chuck, people who make six figures go to Washington, retire from Washington as multimillionaires. Mm -hmm. Legislation like this is why that's able to happen. Well, I'll tell you, yeah. And you, <laughs> you got to watch them. Every second of the day, yes, even on the weekends. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Frank, another excellent report. Appreciate it, sir. Frank Savato, undergroundusa.com, and also go to govtrack.us so you can get all this information. Appreciate it, sir. Look forward to our next visit. We'll talk to you soon, Chuck, and Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, yes, Merry Christmas to you, sir. Thank you very much, Slade. Thank you for listening, and God bless the United States of America. If you like the podcast, please subscribe to it. Leave a comment or a rating if the platform gives you the opportunity. And go on over to Underground USA and sign up for our Substack, which comes directly to you, circumventing the censors of social media. We've got to wean ourselves off social media, people. You can't just keep looking at the headlines on social media and thinking you know what's going on. You've got to put more effort into it, otherwise we get the government like we have today, one that serves itself rather than serving the people. You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this, and remember to keep the reason for the season in the Christmas season. Merry Christmas, everybody. This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.